The information provided in this podcast episode is for educational and entertainment purposes only and is in no way a replacement for a therapeutic relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Dr. Lisa Folden is a licensed physical therapist and naturopathic lifestyle coach who owns and operates Healthy Fit Physical Therapy and Wellness Consultants in Charlotte, North Carolina. She helps clients of all ages recover from injury and achieve personal health and happiness. Originally from Detroit, Michigan, Dr. Lisa has more than 10 years experience as a physical therapist and five years as an entrepreneur. When she's not working, Dr. Lisa enjoys reading, exercising, and spending time with her family and close friends, many of which who are also entrepreneurs. Family, let's welcome Dr. Lisa Foden to the Minding My Black Business podcast. Welcome to Minding My Black Business. All right, family, I am so excited for our next guest. Um, I had a chance to connect with her via social media. So these is, this is one of the wonderful benefits of social media. You get to connect with folks who you might not otherwise bump into. Although, since we happen to be sorority sisters, maybe sometime in the near future, I'll pass <laughs> across. <laughs> so welcome to the Minding My Black Business podcast, Dr. Folden. Now, could you introduce yourself and let the family know where they can find you? Absolutely. Thank you so much. My name is Dr. Lisa Nicole Folden. I am a licensed physical therapist and naturopathic lifestyle coach. I own and operate Healthy Fit Physical Therapy and Wellness Consultants in Charlotte, North Carolina. And I'm on every social media available, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at Healthy Fit. And my website is also um, healthyfit.com. And Healthy Fit, fit is spelled P-H-I-T, just so you know. All right. Now, you are in one of my favorite cities, Charlotte, so I'm so excited about that. Uh, <laughs> it is a place to live, for sure. Yeah, I, it's, it's a wonderful place. Um, so I am going to make sure that I add all those links um, to our show notes so that people can get a chance to follow you um, and subscribe and check out all the wonderful things that you have going on. Thank you. Um, yeah. So... You know, one of the things that, so you do lots of great, great things. And one of the things that stuck out um, to me was you have a set of programs or a set of services Mm -hmm. um, for businesses. And so um, for our entrepreneurs who are out there who um, are not solopreneurs, they have a staff, a team. um, uh, How might this be helpful for them? Because you have the corporate wellness initiatives. How might those types of services be helpful for them? So, you know, similar to, you know, in a large corporate setting, um, I love to work with small other small businesses, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, me- medium sized businesses, but we basically offer um, health and fitness services directly to your your staff, your employees. So we will come out on site to your office. We will take initial measurements for your your staff, weight, different body circumference measurements. We'll do a series of fitness tests. And uh, basically what we do is we sort of enter into contract with corporations and small businesses where we will come back quarterly and sort of check. Now, 
how the business chooses to use the, the results, whether it be to offer, you know, perks and benefits and bonuses to people who are making positive health changes or if they want to do an in-house contest for a prize, you know, that's completely up to them. And we are right there along for the ride. But basically we can come in and, and help sort of guide people along their fitness journeys, um, taking better care of themselves. We also do mobile fitness classes. So if you say you just want to have like a little mini retreat or, you know, just a workout session in the middle of the, of the work day, we'll come out and we'll facilitate that. So, you know, we love Love that we, we keep our caseload and healthy fit pretty low to moderate because we like to keep our schedule open for these sort of events getting out in the community educating people helping people you know so so yeah that's one of my favorite things to do <laughs> that's pretty cool and you know that's interesting because that was one of my like reflections and mm-hmm. looking at your materials um is that you seem to be really um focused on ways to make how do I describe this? Uh, sort of like user-friendly ways to make yeah. um, exercise and wellness user-friendly and not intimidating. Absolutely. Um, and so to hear that you will even go to the workplace sounds even fantastic. But I'm curious, like, how did this become a passion for yours? How did how did you get here? Oh, gosh. Well, I would say, I mean, just growing up in general, I was always very much interested in medicine, fitness, health. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do. I think for the most of my childhood, if you did ask me what I was going to be when I grew up, I would say a pediatrician. Okay. I just knew I to be some type of doctor, you know, <laughs> that's a sign that you made it, you know? Right, so, right. So I was comfortable with, you know, the pediatrician route. I was a kid. I liked kids. So I was going there. But uh, I think growing up and during high high school and playing sports. Um, I ran cross country and, you know, we haven't met face to face, but I am a, a pretty petite four uh, foot, 11 and a half person. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> so when people would see me and I'm, and I'm a little curvy, when people would see me, they would make the assumption that I would be like a sprinter or, you know, but I hated running fast. I love like the journey of a long distance run. So I ran long distance cross country, you know, for years, I probably only stopped a couple couple years ago. But anywho, I had an interest in fitness all the time. And I went to see my pediatrician when I was uh, maybe 16. And I was going to ask him some questions about, you know, getting into the field. And he really had nothing for me because he was in the office. He was in the room with me maybe two seconds. And then the nurse was there the rest of the time. Uh So that day I told my mom, I was like, you know, I really want to maybe reconsider my career plans because you know, this doctor doesn't seem like they get, they don't, he doesn't get to spend any time with his patients. Right. So I got on the brand new internet. Cause at that time, it was, <laughs> I know I'm aging myself a little bit, but I, I Googled like uh, medicine and I Googled fitness and sports and then sports medicine came up and that led into physical therapy. And because of the path that I took to get to physical therapy, I knew that I wanted to somehow infuse fitness and wellness and health into it. So I know this is very rare because most of my friends, um, you know, take some time to figure out what you're going to do. You go through college, you can make some changes. But literally, I decided when I was 16, I was going to be a physical therapist. So I just stayed the course, you know, and I've been so pleased with with you know, the field, because Mm -hmm. I really made sure that what I was doing was something I was super passionate about, like something I would do for free, Mm -hmm. you know, or in my spare time, (laughs) Mm -hmm. if I still had to work. So, so I, you know, it it was, it was a a straight path. um, But it started very early on, you know, sort of understanding those desires I had in myself. That's fantastic. (laughs) So, so what, what is behind your, 
um, which seems to be like one of your main goals or your vision around community access or being integrated into the community. Like, why is that your approach? I love it, but I'm just curious yeah. as, to, as to how you do that or why you're doing that. Well, you know, I think it's because going through physical therapy school is a pretty strenuous program. It's three years, uh, year round, 120 credits, no breaks. Mm-hmm. And um, I was learning a lot of information. It's a lot of information coming at you at once, right? Right. You know, some of it is very applicable, you know, to your life every day. Some of it is not. But mm-hmm. what I realized is there are some very basic things mm-hmm. that most people don't know <laughs> you know and it seems basic you know because you're sitting in a classroom learning it every day but some very simple tools that you can give people that can make the biggest difference and that that concept was reinforced for me going through my clinical rotations in school and then working in the field once I graduated I started to realize like I could tell patients one little thing and it would change their lives. And some of them, you know, were kind enough to come back and tell me that. I had this one patient back in St. Joe, Michigan. Um, I'm actually originally from Detroit. Okay. And she was a very sweet, sweet older woman. And uh, she was sort of adjusting to walking with um, a cane for the first time. Mm-hmm. And I gave her the simplest tip. I mean, it's going to sound like nothing, but I explained to her that when she stood up, she needed to keep her legs, you know, a little bit apart. So she had sort of a wider base and it would help her balance. I said, you know, you try to put your feet too close together and you're going to lose, you're going to lose your footing and you're going to fall. And that woman, when I tell you, I left that facility, I was on a contract position. She called the facility, made them do some research, find my phone number. And she called me probably three to four years later to tell me how much that one piece of advice meant to her and how much she appreciated me and how well she was doing. I mean, she kept in touch with me for like seven years later. So, you know, it was just always my goal to tell as many people, you know, these little things, these little tricks or fixes or whatever you want to call them right. um, you know, to help make their lives easier. So I try to do that through social media, through all of my interactions with my patients, you know, through community activities, whatever I can do. So that's fantastic. That is so cool. And so that actually leads into my next question. Mm -hmm. Um, What would you say? So I think of, um, you know, I have this wonderful opportunity to like peek inside the brains of all these wonderful black (laughs) entrepreneurs. Uh, So, you know, it's a little Uh, (laughs) self-serving. But there are definitely some things that I'm hearing um, from us about sort of how we are maneuvering throughout the world, particularly when it comes to like attending to ourselves while we manage our mm-hmm. business oh, yes. and um so entrepreneurs that i've been talking to ty- typically are busy uh, mm-hmm. very low on any personal or free time mm-hmm. um typically very <laughs> demanding lives so they're not just the entrepreneur their parents and yeah. spouses and caretakers and blah 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 um and so what might be some like beginning things because mm-hmm. I know that even like throughout the day, um, some, some entrepreneurs aren't even like eating lunch or yeah. like I'm thinking about sort of where, what my work is like, like it's very <laughs> sedentary. I'm sort of sitting with folks all day. Yeah. Um, what are some like basic tips to um, just sort of help us move towards wellness in this way? Yes. Um, what would be some helpful things? 
Yes, absolutely. So, you know, there's tons of things you can do, you know, obviously start brand new programs and, mm -hmm. you know, spend hours in the gym. But I, I, I never encourage that to start off. You know, you have some clients, you meet their needs, you meet them where they are. But I typically start off with very basic suggestions. <laughs> and okay. so it, it starts out with um, just sort of planning. So whether you use your phone or a paper planner, sort of planning out your day. So, you know, you know, what hours of the day you're at work what types of things you can multitask into your day, uh, mm -hmm. into your work day, and then, you know, managing the time after work. So the biggest things are um, remembering to prioritize your health with regard to your fitness, your eating, and your sleeping. Those are like the three big ones. Mm -hmm. And so with eating, just doing your very best to get as many whole foods, you know, as possible, as few, uh, you know, processed things as possible. So if that means, you know, utilizing a food delivery service or, you know, making uh, the commitment to meal prep for a couple hours on a Saturday, mm -hmm. whatever you can do to make sure during the week and during your busy work days, you're eating healthy whole foods. It's not going to be perfect and that's okay. What I don't want is you, you know, ordering in, you know, from Burger King every day, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you have to appreciate and value your body and feed it what it needs to to help you with your focus and your attention, you know, to be able to get through your days, especially if you happen to be one of those entrepreneurs who has a full-time job and you're an entrepreneur mm -hmm. on the side, you know, so absolutely it, it, right. You, yeah. You really have to manage that. So, so making sure you're eating whole foods, making sure you're getting in some exercise and listen, for some people that is just 15 minutes and I am okay with that. I tell my clients all the time. 15 minutes is better than nothing. If it's 15 minutes when you're lunch break, where you're doing a brisk walk, if it's 15 minutes, as soon as you get up in the morning before you head off to work or 15 minutes right before bed, whatever you can do, get in a little bit of cardio and a little bit of strength training that can be in your living room, doing some push ups, some lunges running in place. I don't care. Just do something. Mm -hmm. If you want more, you know, guided programs, obviously you seek a professional like myself or others, but if it's just, just, something very basic to get you moving and to keep you moving and to take breaks throughout your day. You know, like you mentioned, if you know, you're kind of sedentary at work, you sit a lot, then, you know, every hour or so getting up, doing some high knee marches, you know, whatever you can do to make sure your body doesn't get, you know, so, so stiff and so out of shape and used to not moving right. and then sleeping. Entrepreneurs don't like to sleep. It's no. like a, a four letter word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Making yourself go to sleep, just just cutting that, cutting everything off and shutting down. Um, I find this is so sad. I love to read, um, and I do a lot of audio books. But I find that if I read like a real book, if I open up a paper <laughs> book and I start reading at nighttime in the bed, I'm probably snoring within ten minutes. So whatever you need to do to kind of give yourself that wind down time, you need to try to shoot for seven hours um, at, at a minimum. I know most people, especially mothers, and they, they're functioning off of five, four, but um, your body. That that's the time when your body repairs itself from the damage that we do to it all day. So if you don't get that sleep, you know, you're really, really, really doing yourself, you know, um, an injustice. So, so those are the biggest ones, just prioritizing your time and planning and being um, able to, you know, get in the things that you need for yourself, uh, putting yourself first. Some of us, you know, our, our businesses are our babies right. and you know how a mama is. She'll go without, everything to make sure her baby has what, what that baby needs. Absolutely. But the reality is you can't take care of your baby if you're not here right? <laughs> or if you laid up in the hospital. <laughs> right. So, 
So you have to have to take care of yourself, body, mind, and soul in order to be able to see the the fruits of your labor, you know, with your business. So mm-hmm. I like that. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for echoing that. I really, really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And you also have, cause you mentioned, um, you know, about checking out with someone locally or getting mm-hmm. into a program, but you also yeah. have a program called 15 days of fitness, right? I do. And what can you tell us about that? Absolutely. That's my baby. That was my labor of love. (laughs) (laughs) I worked on 15 days of fitness for over two years and um, it was a just a big deal to complete the program. It was a labor of love because um, it it took me out of my comfort zone Mm. in being on the camera exercising like that's not usually what I do. So being in front of people and then being like scared about what people would think about the way your body looks or do you have enough muscle tone and, and creating that program was such a therapeutic experience for me because what I learned doing it and then the the group that I'm catering to the person I'm catering to, it's basically that your fitness, your health, your weight, your size, your measurements, that is all your own. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be like the person next to you. What you do have to do is prioritize yourself enough to make the sacrifices to take better care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So 15 days of fitness is a 15 day program where you essentially do two sets of 15 minute workouts, five days a week, Mm. two days a week, you get to have completely free, nice and relaxed. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You follow a very guided meal plan, which suggests and or encourages meal meal planning and meal prepping on the weekends. But basically um, you get a breakfast that you eat for the whole week, um, a lunch that you eat for the whole week and three dinners that you spread out over the course of each week. And then it's different for the full three weeks of the program. Um, But it's guided workout. So you, you know, open your, uh, open up the computer screen or open it up on your phone, cast it to your TV. You go through the workouts with me and then those are strength training workouts. And then you're expected to do 15 minutes of cardio whenever you want to on your own. If it's the treadmill at home or the gym or walking at lunch, whatever you want to do, but it's a really, really great program. We ran a test group, um, maybe six, seven months ago and everybody, every single person that signed up for the test group lost pounds, lost inches, but most importantly, gained strength, gained confidence, mm-hmm. felt more, you know, more energetic. There's mm-hmm. so many benefits. I'm actually about to run the program back cause I need to do it again. <laughs> okay. okay. It's a great program. Great. Now in that program, do they have like, say someone is, Um, feeling a little discouraged or feeling confused or whatever? Do they have opportunities to check in with you? Absolutely. Yep. When you pay for the program, you pay for me. You are getting um, up to three check-ins with me um, where we can do it virtually. I mean, if you're local, then people are always welcome to come to my office. I don't shy away from that. Mm -hmm. But typically they are virtual consultations so we can, you know, get on the screen together, see each other, talk through some things. Um, I I like to do one early on, like right before you're going to start the program, Mm -hmm. just to answer questions, make sure it makes sense to you. And then maybe midway through to see how it's going and then close to the end. So it's really, you know, it's about your needs. Not everybody wants to talk to me and that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. Many people have purchased the program and they're like, I got it. Thank you. And I'm like, Hey, go for it. You know, right. I'm here for you if you need it, but you're right. A lot of people need that encouragement and that accountability and a little bit of extra motivation. So 
I'm always here for that. And, you know, I love it. That's, again, one of my favorite things to do is to sort of get that time with people and motivate them and encourage them and, and remind them that they can do this. And, you know, so what you missed the day, you know, get back up tomorrow and do it again. It, right. It's fine. You know, it's life. We're not perfect. So. Right. So I not only appreciate like your, um, your efforts and energy to connect to the community, but also um, the way in which you talk about uh, fitness and making it user friendly and your appreciation of body positivity that we're all sort of not looking to be one body ideal, but it's more about sort of being comfortable in your skin and being Absolutely. happy and healthy. And so um, I think that's the message that more, more people can digest and, and appreciate. Um, so thank you for that. Um, first no of problem. <laughs> we need that. Yeah. You know, that's a big deal. And I, and like I said, I struggle with that insecurity every day, especially being in this field, you know, when you work with other, you know, professionals who are, you know, whatever, you know, quote unquote, more in shape or mm. it, it can be intimidating if you let it, if you, right. if like they say, the comparison is the thief of all joy. It really is. You have to compete with yourself and yourself only and just try to be better than you were yesterday. Because if you're looking on Instagram, sweet Jesus, or right. anyone, <laughs> you know, you will be like, you know what? F it. It's not worth it. Let me right. Right. win the towel. And that is not how it should be. Our bodies, we are all created different. Mm -hmm. We are all beautiful. We all have, you know, um, uh, potential to to make our bodies and our our energy levels and everything better, and so you just hone in on your own potential and don't worry about what what someone else is doing. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's wonderful. So, with all those things, with all the ways in which you try to support us and help us be um, happy and healthier, how do you manage it? How do you, you know, at some point the light goes off, the business is done for the day, yeah. um, then you go back to your life. Uh, <laughs> so. Right. So how do you manage being um, all of those things um, and like striving to be happy and healthy yourself? What do you do? Um, to you know, it's a struggle every day. You know, I am no different than the next person. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I genuinely like like exercise, you know, so I guess that's a, a leg up in, in the sense that I enjoy it. But even still, I have, I, like you said, I have so many other responsibilities. I'm married. I have three children. Mm -hmm. um, I am running this business. Um, I no longer have any, uh, I used to work, you know, other jobs, but I don't anymore. So I am pretty focused on my, my business, but it is a challenge. So, you know, what I do, it, you know, the same tips and advice I give my clients, you know, I take it for myself and I have to remind myself. And sometimes I go look back through my Instagram stream or look back through a post, you know, something I, I told someone else. But I basically schedule my time and I try to take care of me first. Yeah. So I... I'm up in the mornings and it's funny because sometimes my kids are right there like, mommy, I want this. I want that. <laughs> and I give them the mommy look and I say, mommy has to get her time first and then I will get with you guys. And they're kind of like, oh, you know, but they give me, you know, but they give me the time most of the time. So I take my first 30 minutes of my morning and I do my workout. Like that's my primary responsibility. You know, I typically say a quick prayer, try to meditate. That's hard in the mornings because they're up, but I get my workout in immediately. And then I try to, you know, the cool thing about being an entrepreneur is, you know, we're not punching in and on someone else's schedule from nine right. to five the whole day. So I try to work in things throughout the day. I may say, oh, I've got a gap in my schedule today. I'm going to go get a massage. Or I'm going to go get my nails done or get my eyebrows. Something for me, you know, so I 
even though my whole day and my whole life is focused on taking care of my husband, taking care of my kids, taking care of my business, I am still making sure I, I take care of me first. Mm-hmm. And then all throughout the day, I'm, I'm pushing in, you know, little moments for me, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes I'll lock my kids out of my room and I'm like, mommy just needs 15 minutes. And I'll yeah. just sit in there and breathe, you know, and think right. <laughs> going to the bathroom alone. is like a, a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> so I take those times and, you know, it sounds so forceful, but especially for women, you know, not to leave the men out there, but especially for women, we have to take these times for ourselves because the people around you, though they love you with all their hearts, mm-hmm. they will take every bit of, of, of energy from you. They will mm-hmm. take, you know, you, you'll be completely empty because right. they love you so much and they want as much as they can get of you. <laughs> right. You're absolutely so, yeah. So it's a blessing, but it can be a curse if you're not managing you know, yourself. So I, I just make sure to prioritize myself. And we all have bad days where it's like, whoo, I'm beat down. I'm run down. I did too much for other people and nothing for myself. But then I make up for it the next day. I bet you I will. I'll do whatever I need to do. I'll lay in my bed on a Sunday morning or a Saturday morning if I don't have somewhere to go. And I'll tell everybody I'm staying in bed till 9 30, 10 o'clock. Don't bother me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so you take those time, you take care of yourself, you know, first, because again, you can't help anybody if you're not helping yourself. So that's it. So I love that. I love the fact that you are finding ways um, to sort of sprinkle it in um, mm-hmm. at the beginning of the day and like throughout the day. So that's yeah. that's wonderful, too. Um, and I also appreciate the message that, you know, if say today was a crappy day, then tomorrow um, I can do what I need to do um, and start all over again. Yeah, um, so I really appreciate that. Man, yes. you dropped so many nuggets today. Okay. So, <laughs> so I love it. I love it. Uh, you know, it, it helps me because I have a recording. I can listen to it over and over again. Uh, so, so you have been so wonderful and this has been so great. Um, but as we just talked about, like, uh, time is of the essence. So I'm going to yes. wrap this up. Uh, but before you go, can you please tell us what minding my black business means to you? Uh, I, first of all, I love the name of the podcast. Let me Thank just say you. that is beautiful. I love the play on words. Minding my own black business That's to me, <laughs> to me, it means essentially some of the things we've been talking about today mm. is minding after myself, taking care of myself, making sure that I am prioritized, that I am important, that I take precedent over everything and everyone. Mm -hmm. Because if I don't, then my black business ain't going to be here much longer. (laughs) Okay. Right. Yeah. And and many things around me will fall apart. So I think that minding my black business is, is taking care of myself, putting myself first, and, and, and more important than that, being an example for other people, mm. other entrepreneurs, and for my children who are watching everything that I do. Mm-hmm. If they see me taking care of me, putting myself first, and not in a selfish or mean way, but in a way that is intentional and shows that I do value myself, that I do care about myself. I'm not putting myself down in the mirror saying I look bad or feel fat or, you know, but I'm loving on myself and I'm taking care of myself. I'm minding you know, I'm tending to my needs, then, you know, I've done something, I've accomplished something. If my, if my kids or someone else can see that I'm doing that and it affects them positively, Mm -hmm. that's just one person. I'm good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I love that. 
Well, thank you. Thank, thank you, Dr. You. Holden, for joining us and sharing all your wisdom. Um, I know this is going to resonate with a lot of folks. I appreciate it. Thank you again for inviting me. I have enjoyed myself. I have enjoyed getting to know you. So um, hopefully we'll be in touch. And uh, yes, I love it. So thank you. So if you want to know more and you like what you heard, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment on the podcast. Also, follow the movement on our website, MindingMyBlackBusiness.com and on our Facebook and Instagram pages under Minding My Black Business and on Twitter under Minding My Black Biz. So peace and blessings to us all, family. And when you're out there and they ask you what you're doing, let them know that you're minding my black business.